0: Syracuse and all of Central New York. You
1: So I have been a Christian for over 34 years of my life, a Catholic for over 20, a friar for over 10 and a priest for over a year. And I have been to many Easter Sunday masses and heard the readings we just heard. I often find myself having more questions than answers. When I was in Jerusalem, I saw a Jewish tomb. And and the opening to the tomb was about four feet by two feet. And so the question I always get is, if Mary Magdalene was going to the tomb, or if anyone was going to the tomb, how are they going to move the stone by themselves? Does it really matter who got to the tomb first? Was it Peter? Was it the beloved disciple? I don't think they're going to get a medal in heaven for getting there first. Why does it matter about the burial cloths, that one is separate from another? And I could go on and on. But this morning, while I was reflecting on the scriptures, I realized that I was missing something important. The tomb was empty. It doesn't matter who moved the stone, who got there first, or where the burial cloths were. The tomb was empty. When we talk about the resurrection of Jesus, we're not just talking about a near-death experience. Jesus died on the cross, hundreds saw it, he was buried, and the tomb was empty. When we're talking about Jesus' appearances after the resurrection, we're not talking simply about a miraculous return from the dead because the tomb was empty. The tomb was empty of Jesus' body. What happened to the body? We know that Mary Magdalene, who got there first, assumed that it was stolen. And when Peter. And his beloved disciple saw the tomb and the claws in two separate places. The one disciple came to believe that Jesus' body was risen, not stolen. How many of you have stolen anything? I have. Don't be shy. There's only 100 people around you. No one's going to tell anyone. Well, I have, and I have stolen something. And when I've stolen something, I've taken the item and left right away. If Jesus's body was stolen, I doubt that they had time to take the cloths and wrap it up into little nice little two separate piles. Rather, they probably would have just taken all of Jesus. So if you notice that there's money missing from your purse or your pocket, I stole the entire wallet, not just the money. So now that we're on the same page, we can agree that the tomb was empty, and we can agree that his body wasn't stolen, but it was risen. Now that we have solved that issue, I will sit down. Nope, that was a joke. (laughs) Sorry if you thought the homily was over. It's not done yet. And why didn't I sit down? Because the story doesn't end there. The facts about the empty tomb and Jesus being raised from the dead, what does that mean to us? It means that Good Friday and the cross was not the end. The empty tomb is the end. The risen Jesus is the end. Easter is the end. But yet, at the same time, Easter is the beginning of new life, of hope of possibility, a transformation, of change. This past week, I had the privilege of sitting in the confessional for eight and a half hours. Now, granted, they weren't all in the same day, but I was graced to be able to listen to people's confessions, from people coming one day to people coming 30 years from the last confession. One gentleman actually came up to me and said, you know, Father, It's been many years since I went to confession. It's probably longer than you've actually been alive since I last went to confession. (laughs) And he was right. It was over 50 years. But why do I share this? Because that is the power of Easter right before us. It is new life. It is hope. It is possibility. It is transformation. And it is change. May we take the opportunity over these next 50 days of Easter to embrace new life, hope, transformation, possibility, and change. This may mean going to confession. Or this may mean being honest with a friend about excessive drinking or looking at pornography. This may be leaving an abusive relationship that you're in. This may mean forgiving your mother or father or friend who has harmed you in the past. This may mean telling someone you love them before they are gone. Again, may you and I take the opportunity during this Easter season to embrace new life, hope, possibility, transformation, and change.